This is the Diamond Hogs Podcast with Mason Choate and Robert Stewart. Welcome to the Diamond Hogs Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Choate. We are live from Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas. I have Robert Stewart right beside me, and we are talking to you after Arkansas just completely demolished, demolished Oklahoma State, 18-1. to You know, they're in the first inning. When uh, Rock Reggio had his single and he slipped around the bag and then he – the Arkansas fans are booing, Oklahoma State fans are cheering. He's saying, come on, bring it to the Oklahoma State fans. And then he turns, shushes the Arkansas fans. And I really feel like from that moment on, Hunter Holland was like, all right. And the Arkansas lineup was like, all right. And it was all hogs after that. I'll be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen a reaction to a, a first-inning single like that on uh... – the opening weekend of the season. After you just slipped and embarrassed yourself. Yeah, right. Like, okay, so I get it from his perspective. Like, you know, he came up to the plate. Arkansas fans were booing him, you know, rightfully so. You know, you have this whole offseason, and, I mean, the probably the defi- – like, yeah, Arkansas went to the College World Series. A lot of stuff happened, but the postseason, it was the Stillwater Regional, you know. Like, that was the defining moment of the Stillwater Regional was when Rock Reggio did the little prancing around the bases and – I feel like Arkansas fans wanted that win. There were some players that wanted that win. And uh, Connor uh, Nolan told us on, on yeah. Friday that you better believe the players wanted that win. So, okay, so Ar- Arkansas goes 2-1 and one at the College Baseball Showdown. You get a, a win over Texas on Friday night, 3-2. to two, Hagen Smith deals. Uh, that's your ace, ladies and gentlemen. Not, not even a question at this point. That is your ace. And then Saturday, you know, disappointing loss. You, you lost 18-6. to six. To TCU, right? That was the score. I mean, j- I mean, y- what are you gonna say? Like, we we didn't even record the podcast afterwards because uh, so we had technical issues on Friday. That's why we didn't record after Texas. We didn't record the podcast after the TCU game because we're like, okay, what what do you talk about? They lost. They they hit solo home runs. That was cool for them. Uh, yeah, hey, Jared Wagner, three run bomb. Jared, Jared Wagner, Wagner have a weekend. Bomb. I mean, that was. That was some some crazy stuff from Jared Wagner. If uh, if he had just gotten that triple against TCU, then we could have talked about a cycle. Well, yeah, I kind of made it into a cycle by myself because I was like, hey, in his last six at bats, he had a, a cycle with his with his. Uh, it, was it a triple that he opened the game with uh, against who they just play Oklahoma State? Yeah, it was two nothing in the second, and then he hit a bases clearing triple with two outs, I believe. So yeah, the two so, out hitting on Sunday was incredible. So if you count his first at bat against Oklahoma State, he had a cycle. First at bat, yes, he yes. was hitting the first. Yes. Oh, he was hitting the first, but it wasn't at bat. Oh, uh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, well, we have a lot to get to in this episode because we have to recap the whole weekend. But before we do, as always, I want to remind you about Matt Morris State Farm. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Matt Morris State Farm, and we are so thankful for him and all he does. Not only to help out the podcast so we can bring you guys great content on the road like this, but for what he does to protect us when we're on the road. I have State Farm Insurance, and it is great. I have full coverage. It's at a great rate, and it's because of people like Matt Morris. So give him a call. You can get a great rate. You can get full coverage, not only auto insurance, home insurance, life insurance. It is great, and he covers people not just in central Arkansas, but in all of Arkansas. Like Matt Morris, he's, he's checking off all these boxes for you, so you need to give him a call. It's 501-568-3222. Matt Morris State Farm, 501-568-3222. Thank you to Matt Morris State Farm. 
I hope that people can hear us in these mics because I, I can barely even hear myself right now. It is, it is loud <laughs> behind us. It's going to be rough. Yeah, we're, we're, this video is going to be demonetized. That is for sure. But, uh, I mean, it was – so after Saturday, it was disappointing. You know? Sure. But also, Arkansas gave up after the sixth inning. Yeah, I mean, they, they without a doubt waved the white flag. You know, I mean, let's see. Gage Wood – Parker Coyle, Sean Fitzpatrick, Cooper Dossett, and Ben Bybee. Five freshman pitchers made their debut, and eight pitchers threw in that game. Or was it nine? It was nine. It was nine. So, yeah, I mean, after Zach Morris left the game, like, it was it was over. Gage Wood was sort of shell-shocked in the big moment, allowed inherited runners to score. Austin Ledbetter didn't have it going, and, you know, nobody after him did either. So, yeah. Um, and they just couldn't get things going offensively either. Like, there was one one runner all night who reached to lead off an inning, and it was Kendall Diggs hitting a solo shot. So, you know, that hardly even counts. Yeah. You can't start a rally that way. So, we'll, we'll get to more of the TCU game, but let's start with Friday night against Texas. Hagen Smith, uh, story of the game, I think. You know, I mean, it was a close game. Arkansas wins 3-2, to two, but Hagen Smith, uh, take us through – Hagen Smith's start, Robert. Yeah, I mean, Hagen Smith going against Lucas Gordon, that one, that duel just had Friday night written all over it. We were talking about it in the moment, but five scoreless from both guys. Uh, Hagen Smith facing the minimum through four. Uh, had a couple of double play balls, 4-6-3 in the first, 6-4-3 in the second. Uh, and then, you know, six up, six down, innings three and four. Uh, ran into a little bit of trouble in the fifth with two straight walks, but uh, Magic Matt Hobbs coming out and working his magic. Gets the gets the sack bunt, two guys in scoring position with uh, with one out, and then two punchies and call it a day for Hagen Smith. Eight strikeouts, two walks, one hit, no runs in five innings. I mean that's that's ace material. I don't that know is, what, I don't know how else to say it. It is ace material. Like that, and it's another example of a guy who had to step up. You saw it last year, Connor Nolan. Now you see it with Hagen Smith. He stepped up. Not only did he step up, but he stepped up on the first game. Against Texas, who, yes, Texas lost a lot of pieces. Like that's, we knew that. You know, you could tell they, you know, they had some young guys, some inexperienced guys. But Hagen Smith did what he needed to do, and he did it really well. Eight strikeouts. He's your ace. And I, one thing that we noticed was they were saying it was a slider in here. What did he call it? I can't remember. Cutter. I, I, th- I guess it was his cutter, but it's, it's, uh, so they they have they show what the pitch is, but it's not very accurate here in Globe Life Field. I think they guess what the pitch is based on how fast it was, which is not really a oh, good okay. way to do that. So well, whatever if it was the cutter, if that's what Hagen Smith described it as, his cutter is just almost unhittable because yeah. he, that was I think I mean he at least struck out half of the batters with that pitch. And then he was also, you know, maintaining his velocity. That was something that we saw a lot last year was he would throw like an inning, two innings, and he would go from, you know, 95 on the fastball to, hey, he's down to 91. And by the end of the year, like, he was starting at 91. Right. And, and I mean, he was, he was still throwing 93-94 by the time he left. Right. And, you know, that's one of the several reasons that, you know, this whole pitching staff, this whole team has the utmost confidence in him. We heard from Brady Tiger Friday night after the game. Uh <laughs> I asked, excuse me. I asked Brady Tiger and Hagen Smith what they thought of the other's performance. Hagen said something along the lines of, you know, Brady Tiger. As soon as he was in, I knew it was over. And Tiger uh, responded, uh, you know, from inning one, Hagen Smith on the mound. I knew it was over then. 
It was it was good to see Brady Tiger like on a roll, like because oh, yeah. the way he ended last season was just tough. You know, it he he really hit the wall and didn't really bounce back. Hagen right. Smith kind of bounced back in the postseason, but for kind Brady. Of. Yeah, well, yeah, he was, he was the best closer in all of college baseball at one point last year. But for Brady Tiger to come out on Friday night and cl- shut things down, and not only shut things down, but he, I mean, he, he looked like Brady Tiger, the Brady Tiger that we know, the Brady Tiger that, you know, racked in a ton of preseason honors. That's really good for Arkansas, especially if he can maintain it. Yeah, absolutely. And and the longevity, too, right? It was a five out save that he recorded, three strikeouts. Uh, you know, and, and it's not just that he got a five-out save. Like, it was 3-2 to two in the eighth when he came in. He's facing two guys on base with one out. And just like Smith in the fifth, just punch, punch the two guys you face out. And it was on eight pitches, so, you know, he wasn't, wasn't gassed or anything. He was able to come out and go 1-2-3 in the ninth as well. Um, so, again, great start on the, on the mound, great finish on the mound for Smith and Tiger. But it would be criminal to overlook the guys who threw in the middle as well. Cody Adcock. Cody Frank making their Razorback debuts, combining for two and a third, four hits. Adcock did give up two runs, one solo shot to lead off the seventh, and then Frank threw a wild pitch that allowed uh, a double to score that was charged to Adcock. But matter of the fact is, Texas didn't have a hit with runners in scoring position Friday night, and that was that was the difference in the game. Like one, it seemed like Dave Van Horn wasn't really happy after that win, you know, because because Arkansas didn't really play well. Uh, or not play well, but swing the bat well uh, in in situational in situations they needed to. Uh, Brady Slavens doubled to lead off the eighth, and then he didn't score because the heart of the order couldn't get it done. Yeah, speaking of our, well, no, we'll get to Caleb Cowley later, but Caleb Cowley definitely had a rough weekend. Um, it's too bad we're hyping him up. Yeah, I mean we can still have him on. Oh yeah, but. he's gonna bounce back. Sweet. Yeah. You guys hear this national anthem? I guess we should stand. Definitely gonna have to leave that in the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious. Uh, no. Yeah, let's let's just keep going. There's like a hundred fans here for Missouri TCU, by the way. We were talking about this earlier. It probably makes sense to have Missouri play the last game on Sunday because they just don't have that many fans here, and you yeah. know people want to go home. They don't want to wait around to leave. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we were talking about Caleb Cali. Uh, Braden Webb comparison. It mm. makes sense, right? Mm. Because 
both. Yeah, but Braden Webb didn't get pulled. That is true. Braden Webb did not get pulled because he was the best defensive center fielder Dave Van Horn's ever had, allegedly. Um, but as as at the plate, uh, Webb, his 2021 fall, very good. Callie, his 2022 fall, very good. And then, you know, big offer to, to start the year. Uh, like you said, Webb didn't get pulled. That's uh, That was a drastic stretch we didn't see coming this weekend. But, uh, you know, I... I still think that Caleb Callie is going to bounce back in a big way and you know it's entirely possible that he leads the team in OPS and strikeouts this year yeah no I mean I think Caleb Callie's a really talented player it's unfortunate you know you have all these people who weren't out at the scrimmages you know watching this team like we were and so they only judge by what they saw from Caleb Callie on flow sports this weekend and that's just not the Caleb Callie that you're going to see the rest of the year it's just not but I, credit to Jason Jones for stepping up. You know, he played well, did what he was supposed to do, limited the mistakes in the, in the, the time that he got. He hit a home run. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but as far as the game against Texas, you know, great opening day win. And Arkansas gets the job done against a, a good Texas team. And you're feeling good going up against TCU, who had, I mean, they just boat raced Vanderbilt. 11-4 to on Friday in the middle game, yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so the first inning, though, so Will McIntyre goes out, gives up three in the first, and you could tell just, like, right from the jump, Will McIntyre doesn't have it. He's just not locating. Dave Van Horn said he's not locating. You know, we were talking up in the press box, like, Will doesn't have it. He he might make it two innings. Uh, how far did he go, like an inning and a third? Inning and a third, four earned runs. So he recorded as many outs as he gave up runs. So, tough outing for Will McIntyre. Not great for the script writers of his 2023 Golden Spikes Award. Listen, listen. Hey, Kevin Cobb's had some bad outings, too. Right behind us. Two years ago, his Golden Spikes year. He, he, did, not, he did not have his, I mean, I'll just say it. It was, it was his worst outing of the year. Uh, and then he, you know, the rest is history. .9 ERA. Yeah. So Golden Spikes. Let, let's, it's still in the script. Yeah, let's pump the brakes on the Will McIntyre hate. Uh, let's pump the brakes on the Arkansas baseball hate, to be quite honest with you. I mean, the people who were overreacting, I can't tell if it's a bit or not, to be honest with you, of the people saying, like, this team isn't good, this team can't hit, all this crap in the TCU game. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, by the time we finish recording this podcast, TCU may have five runs behind us. Yeah, like, TCU is a really good baseball I, team. I will be shocked if they don't hang 10 on Missouri right now. I mean, a really good baseball team. And Arkansas lost the game. I, you know, there were some bright spots. They tied the game up in the bottom of the first with the three-run homer from Jared Wagner. Like, that was huge. That was huge. Um, you know, you had the, the home run from Hudson Polk. I was about to say, shout-out to Hudson Polk for tying it with a home run as well. The Hudson Polk, you, you mentioned the Kendall Diggs home run earlier, I believe. Yes. So I mean, again, Zach Morris did a really good job of settling things down. Like, he gets oh, credit yeah. for the loss, and that's brutal because, you know, three and a third. At the time he left the game, he hadn't given up any runs, but then – uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Wood was Wood was struggling a little bit, but uh, yeah. No, the thing with Gage Wood, another you know like here's what happened in the press box. I leaned over to, I don't know, if, I think it was somebody, another media member, and I was like, Gage Wood looks extremely nervous. Right. When Matt Hobbs visited him, you could tell like the. No offense to Gage Wood whatsoever, because I think he's a great pitcher. He's gonna have a great year. The lights were a little too bright for him in that moment, and it didn't work out. But then Sunday he redeemed himself. So. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a decision that you can justify too. I mean, we heard it from from Dave Van Horn after the after the uh, 
Oklahoma State win that, you know, he's been throwing strikes all fall, all offseason. Like, it's not, it's not really something that you need to worry too much about. Like you said, lights were a little too bright for his debut, but he'll, I think he's going to figure it out and be an important piece for this bullpen. I mean, it, TCU, like, they're, they're just an incredible team. Like, I know they're, they're ranked number 15 in D1 baseball, but by the time you're listening to this, they should be in the top 10. Uh, preseason Big 12 favorite to win the conference among the coaches. Everybody in this lineup had at least one hit, at least one run, at least one RBI against Arkansas. Like, they're, they're just good. They had the most all-conference selections. You don't, need to, you don't need to sweat that one too much, especially when you go out and hang 18 on Oklahoma State the next day. Well, I mean, if Arkansas would have gone 0 for this weekend, I still don't think you need to sweat it too much. But they, they right. went 2-1, and one, and so, they, you know, you like that. Yeah, the TCU game, I mean, at least the, if you want to take some positives, Jared Wegner, Hudson Polk home run, and you got a lot of young arms on the mound in a big league ballpark in live action. They now know what it's like. So Yeah, so that that's what you can take away from the TCU game. That's our TCU recap. And, I mean, like, you should be glad that we didn't put out an episode on Saturday night because that would have been it. It would have been, like, three minutes. Right. Arkansas got their butts kicked. And we had just covered a four-hour game, so we weren't really It was, like, 1130. <laughs> it was, like, 1130. Um, all right, before we move on to the Oklahoma State beatdown, Matt Moore State Farm, just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates, you can combine your home and auto, and guess what you'll get? That's right. Good neighbor service with surprisingly great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Matt Morris is your go-to agent located in central Arkansas for the service you deserve at the price you want. This is what I was talking to you about. Like, You get the service you need, like full coverage. We have full coverage on our way there, on our way back, always. Not just on this trip, but always with Matt Morris State Farm. And you can get that too. State Farm, great. They give you great rates, great coverage, full coverage, home auto life. Get it with Matt Moore State Farm, 501-568-3222. Thank you to Matt Moore State Farm. All right, so we kind of we kind of you know hit on some things from the Oklahoma State game already. Hunter Holland, man. Hunter Holland is going, I mean. Connor Nolan called it. He's, he's just. It's a, Sunday's a great role for him. And, and he said it himself. Right. He was like, I like Sunday. Because if it's 2-0, we're going to get the sweep. If it's 1-1, we're going to get Not the series losing. win. So, that Hunter Hall is just a dude, and he's a winner. Pitch, Absolutely. 629. 629 first pitch. The temperature is 72 degrees inside the building with the, the roof closed. Temperature uh, outside is 67 degrees. All right. Thank you very much. 629 first pitch. Okay. Why did he end the Temperature, 72 degrees inside, 67 outside. Okay, I think he's done. You know that Geico commercial where uh, the the gecko is on the conference call and they they keep, like, being muted? Or oh, yeah, that's a great. That's, that's that, what just happened. That's a great commercial. My favorite Geico commercial is the one where he's like, it's my mom's secret recipe. It's a secret recipe. It? It's, a se- it's my yeah. mom's secret recipe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Shop at Matt Morris State Farm. Yeah, we should we should actually edit that out. Actually, <laughs> hey, Patrick Mahomes, State Farm, Chiefs fan, right? Who here. is that guy? Yeah. Okay. Good. 
Where were we? Uh, Oklahoma State, Arkansas. We talked about Hunter Holland. Hunter Holland, shoves. Uh, yeah, four innings. Probably could have gone five. What was his pitch count? Like 68 maybe? Um, it was It was close to 70, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Holland, um, yeah, I mean, if, if the Hawks don't put up a five spot 68. in a in a 10-1 game in the fifth inning, then you're you're going to see five innings out of Hunter Holland. I think that's his floor. Um, and and it's it's amazing, too. The guy told us that he didn't have his best stuff, and he sure looked pretty good. Um, but I, there's there's one thing in particular I want to address uh, about his outing, and, and that was his mindset against Rock Reggio and Nolan McLean. Right, we talked about the Regio hit. Uh, he and then and then he hit Regio the the second time up. Nolan McLean right after that he walks him twice. He he knows you don't want to let Regio and McLean beat you. So, you know when you don't get that first strike call, there's no reason to to try to pitch to McLean because we we all saw in Stillwater last year the kind of pop that that uh, McLean has. Anyway, David, uh, no, well, I keep going. Sorry, 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 sorry. David Mendham, the first baseman behind him. He knew he could get him out. Fielder's choice, strikeout, and then he's it's a double. Double behind us, uh, and then a strikeout behind Mendham. No, no runs in either of the innings when Reggio McLean hit. So, good game plan, executed well. Yeah, and you know Peyton Stovall told us that he's been hanging out a lot with Hunter Holland, and Hunter Holland has just only been talking about how excited he is to pitch. So the vibe I get from this dude is that he just wants to play baseball, and he's really good at doing that. And Arkansas is. So lucky to have him for one year because he's he's gone after this year. So appreciate what you get from him. And and you can imagine all that uh, all that anxiety to pitch just amplified by the the eighteen run pounding. Oh yeah, from from TCU last night. I mean, so he gets in trouble, you know, in the bottom of the first. He was in trouble a little bit. Had runners on, gets out of it, and then Arkansas goes and scores five in the top of the second, five in the top of the third. And so he, he gets that cushion, that 10-run cushion, and then you mentioned it, by the time that they were up 15-1 to one going into the bottom of the fifth, there was no reason to throw him back out there. Right. Get, and, and that's the thing, too, is like the, all the offense was great to save the bullpen because you used so many arms on Saturday. Frank Adcock Wood coming out uh, for their second innings or second appearances each. Uh, I wonder how that changes if it's not a 17-run decision, right? Yeah, no, and also you have the 10-run rule. So th- that went into effect, so they only played seven innings. So it's like you, go- even further. you only had to use Cody Frank, Cody Adcock, Gage Wood, one inning each. Don't stress them out, no reason to. Nobody, none of, Adcock threw the most pitches at 17. So that, you know, that helped. Because we were talking about it going into the game. Is like with all the arms that they used on Saturday, you know, Zach Morris wasn't going to throw again. Will McIntyre wasn't going to throw again. Uh, I mean, like, we felt like Adcock could probably throw again. Tigert probably could have thrown again as well. So, it, it was, I think it was more of an issue of going into the game of, you know, if, if Holland goes out and struggles, Arkansas might be in trouble. Right. But, you know, we knew he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. You felt like Holland was going to go out and do what we've all expected him to do. To have a guy like that on a Sunday – it's incredible. It, I mean, it's he's going to be an incredible piece for this for this Arkansas pitching staff. And before we get too far away from it, I want to bring up Cody Adcock because Dave Van Horn talked a little bit about him in the post game Sunday. Uh, this is a guy who is probably you're going to see him start a few games this this year. Yeah. Um, they they feel comfortable about his longevity. Probably can get four or five innings. Um, 
you know, who knows if we'll see him Tuesday against uh, Grambling, but this is this is somebody who is probably going to start some midweeks, and, you know, if, if Smith or McIntyre or Holland fades or, or, or get hurt or, or anything like that, Adcock is going to be a great guy for, for a spot start. Uh, we have a tweet from Peyton Stovall. Jared Wegner, that's the tweet. Yeah, that's a pretty good segue because yeah, we got we got a lot of offense to talk about. Yeah, so Jared Wagner five five RBIs. I mean, just a he had another tank. Jared Wagner tank. I think that's what we're going with this year. Jared Wagner tank. There you go. I've already made the graphic. I tweeted it out. It's just his face on a tank. We didn't even consult each other about this, by the way. No. Just, he saw my tweet, and that's that's how it happened. Jared Wagner. Jared Wagner tank. Yeah, I mean, that, this dude's just a hitter. He's going to probably be SEC Player of the Week or Co-Player of the Week, whatever it is. But uh, the college baseball world is on notice. He was, what, 6 for 11 this weekend? Two bombs. How many RBIs did he have? Eight? Five plus how many? Three, Three on so Saturday. Eight, yeah. Eight ribs, 6 for 11. Um, I don't have my laptop in front of me, but when I tally the uh, the averages – or the, and the percentages, you know, he's he's probably got an OPS north of 2,000 at this point. So he's a hitter. He's a hitter. He is a hitter. Uh, the rest of the Arkansas lineup, for the most part, I thought did really well outside of Caleb Cowley. There wasn't really anybody who you're expecting to be your normal starters. You know, maybe Jace Borafin. I feel like Borafin, you know, probably could have done a little bit better. Borafin did have a couple of knocks on Sunday, so that was <laughs> as who Dave didn't? Van Horn said. As Dave Van Horn would say, that was good to see. Yeah. Um, Chase Borfin, 0 for 3. Did get pinch hit for uh, in the late stages of the TCU beatdown. He was 1 for 3 in the first game as well. So, but worth, the, worth the, noting that two of his three knocks this weekend were infield singles. So, he has yeah. the prowess to beat them out, I guess. So, Cowley goes seven strikeouts and eight at-bats. And the other one was a double play. Yeah. So... Really bad weekend for Caleb Cowley. Jason Jones uh, ends up replacing him against TCU. Hits a nuke. It, Jason Jones is the best hitter ever when he knows that it's just going to go right down the right, yeah, right mean, down the middle. He he catch he catches as much barrel with the ball as you could possibly catch. Well, he's also like the king of hitting just absolute bombs when the game is just decided and it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, <laughs> you you may recall, if you listen to press conferences, the story uh, that Dave Van Horn told in January about how uh, it was, what, a 3-0 count in, in a, I don't know, five or six-run game, and he hit a ball 117 miles an hour, 117 off the bat, and, what, 440-something? Yeah, and but none of this is to, like, discredit anything about Jason Jones a great ball player you know served his he played his role really well at third base didn't make any mistakes right and you know when he got to the plate he didn't it's not like he struck out seven times in eight at bats no offense Caleb Cowley I'm just saying like Jason Jones did a good job for a freshman on the big stage and you're probably going to see a lot more of him moving forward in some sort of role but Caleb Caleb Cowley's going to play a lot of baseball for Arkansas, so don't get that twisted either. Right. Jason Jones struck out one time in seven plate appearances this weekend, so it was a pretty disciplined showing for the freshman. He also walked three times on on Sunday, so 
you know, the Oklahoma State pitchers, they didn't really have it, sort of similar to the way the Arkansas pitchers didn't have it Saturday. But, uh, you know, that's that's encouraging to see from a freshman. Okay. <clears throat> Anything else we need to clean up? I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff we could talk about. Josenberger went yard. Josenberger, dinger. Big for the brand. He was on base two out of four times on Sunday. All right. Stovall with two knocks. I mean, you, I I tweeted the 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 situational hitting stats in my final score tweet on Sunday, but that was, I mean, that was really what what made the difference in the game. Um, you know, Stovall two out RBI hit. Uh, Dave Van Horn brought this up, but the fifth inning, Josenberger, after two strikeouts at the bottom of the order to start the inning, Josenberger goes yard, walk, walk, Slavin's two-run double, hit by pitch, walk, walk, RBI walk. Like, seven straight guys reach after the Josenberger home run with two outs. So, um, And then the third, five unearned runs because you, you, can't, you can't give Arkansas extra outs. They'll make you pay. Jared Wagner in particular with that two-run knock. Uh, two-run tater. Tank. Two-run tank. Jared Wagner tank. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, you just go up and down the lineup, you know, talk about guys, Brady Slavens, you know, he's back. Brady Slavens look good. Kendall Diggs. Talk about a hitter. Kendall Diggs is, all he does is he's just a great, great hitter of baseballs. He puts the ball in play. That's all you can ask for. Parker Rowland, uh, I mean, I didn't really like what I saw from him at the plate. He, but at least he, you know, he got to play. We we heard that he was going to play. You know, you right. figured he was going to play Sunday if he didn't. You it, know, the two previous days. It makes sense to start somebody who can swing left-handed against a right-handed pitcher, especially after a night game and this is an afternoon game. Like it, it just made sense that Roland would start the Sunday game. John Bolton. John Bolton with a knock Sunday, a knock Saturday, and two knocks Friday. Four hits, and he drove in three runs in three days against some top-tier competition. Not bad for an Austin P transfer. Yeah, no, he did great at the plate. The, you know, the, the thing that people are going to say is, and it's true, he's he struggled with, uh, you know, getting, helping turn double plays. You know, like that that was somewhere, what, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Giving it to Stovall, the Stovall to first. Turn? No, not turn. What? No, it's like the – Giving it to him. What is that word? Toss? No. Pitch? No. The Transfer? Transfer. He struggled with the transfer of the baseball. And, you know, that's – you got to get that figured out because you're right. – uh, but it's tough because you're so used to battles and more, and mm-hmm. it, that was just a guarantee every single time. And that – you know, a lot of teams it's not like that. So maybe you're coming back down to earth as a watcher of Arkansas baseball just realizing – you're not going to get it every time. Right. You know, we had been talking, I guess, the first couple episodes about what a smooth fielder John Bolton is. And, you know, he, he still, for the most part, looked pretty good this weekend. But, like you said, the double plays weren't there. Um, the double plays, you know, Saturday, if, if they could have turned one out into two, then, you know, maybe it's not 18 to 6. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like it, there, there weren't errors, and I understand that you can't assume the double play, at least for scoring purposes. Uh, but you know, I it it'll get better. I think it'll get better. Uh, Maybe not to Robert Moore, Jalen Battles level, but yeah. Uh, quick hitters from Sunday. You saw some extra guys get in. Mason Deville had a hit. Peyton Holt had a hit. 
Ben McLaughlin got in. Reese Robinette had a hit. Hunter Grimes, did he have a hit? Yes, he did. Um, Harold, Harold Cole, Cole sack fly. Sack fly. The, so. uh, the Texas Rangers PA announcer did not get the memo about how to pronounce Mason Neville's last name, by the way. It's not Neville. It's Neville. Neville. Yeah, Neville, Neville played really well. He had a hit and a walk. Um, Peyton Holt with an RBI knock. I mean, it was, it was good, good to empty the bench and get him some reps against some top-tier competition, top-ten competition. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. All right, you ready to wrap this up with weekend MVPs? Weekend MVPs. All right, you think about it, I'll read about Matt Morris. Oh, man. Matt Morris State Farm is the reason we are here in Arlington. We're so thankful for Matt Morris State Farm. We're covered by State Farm. Um, and that's not only on this trip; it's all the time. Great rates. I mean, you, you're not going to get a better rate from than it. You're not going to get a better rate anywhere. It's State Farm. They are your good neighbor. There's a reason they say that they're your good neighbor, and it's because they give you a good rate. They're trying to help you out, and they also provide you with more than just auto insurance. They also have life and home insurance. Uh, so give Matt Morris a call. He's located in Central Arkansas, but he doesn't cover just in Central Arkansas. He'll cover all of Hog Country. He's a U of A alum. He loves Arkansas baseball, so you can call him, chat to him about – just talk to him about Arkansas baseball, about the Diamond Hawks pot, all that. Uh, give him a call, 501-568-3222, to uh, get those surprisingly great rates. Do you have your weekend MVP, Robert? Yeah, I assume that you're going to take the easy route uh, at the plate, so – Jared Wagner yeah. is my MVP at the plate. Congratulations to Jared Wagner. I asked him, Jared – what is your overall assessment of your weekend? He said it was fun. He said it was fun and it was good. So uh, that's why I give Jared what I mean. Hashtag the, analysis. The thing about Jared is is that no pitcher that was here could do anything to stop him that threw against Arkansas. He's just – he is a hitter. He's put the nation on notice, and I think he's going to have an incredible season. He's leaving opening weekend with a pair of bombs against ranked teams, two teams that could easily be in Omaha at the end of the year. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, that's my MVP at the plate. Well, I talked about how John Bolton had four hits, but I'm actually going to give this one to Brady Slavens as the, for, for two games as the table setter for Jared Wegner. Uh, he, he had an impressive return. Slavens did in, in Friday's opener, two for four with a single and a double, both of which led off innings. One of which, one of which led off the, uh, three run frame that ultimately did the job for Arkansas. Um, so shout out to Brady for coming back, setting the table. Uh, also the double before Wegner's home run in the first on Saturday, and uh, a little a little two run double in the in the fifth on Sunday. So Brady Slavens, nice. welcome back, weekend MVP. Uh, I'm gonna go with Hunter Holland at the plate. I on the mound. I'm a uh, on the mound. Sorry. I like Hunter Holland, man. I like listening to him talk. I like his swagger. I like the way that he rolled up his pants. I thought it made him look more dominant on the mound, to be quite honest with you. Uh, he is so, so good. There were there were a couple times when he had runners on, and, I mean, he just, you know, he was working from the stretch the whole time. And he just, just, ice, care of just ice in his veins. The I, There were at least two innings where he had runners on, you know, it was a it was a tight situation. Like Oklahoma State, it's not like they were going to come back and you know tie it up with a hit, but they could have made it a game again. And Hunter Holland got a strikeout 
to end the inning both times. He's just ice. He's nails. I like Hunter Holland. He's my weekend MVP on the mound. That was a good choice. I wanted to take it, but alas, I got I got the two I got the two good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, no, Hagen Smith. No, I was, I was about <laughs> to say. I mean, that's that's a pretty good consolation prize in yeah. Hagen Smith. Um, you know, setting the tone for everybody with with five shutout innings on Friday. Um, you know, we've we've mentioned it. Texas is not the same team. Went zero and three this weekend against uh, against the teams from the SEC. By the way, shout out to former hog Dylan Leach for walking Texas off on Saturday. Yeah, that, that was crazy. That was incredible. Also, before we get off here, we uh, we need to we need to talk about your souvenir from Friday. Oh yeah. Okay, so who was playing? It was. TCU and Vanderbilt. By the way, Hagen Smith. You know, not not much to say. We'll we'll, we'll call it there. Weekend yeah. MVP. Already said what needed to be said. Okay, yeah. TCU Vanderbilt. TCU Vanderbilt. Braden, Braden Taylor. Taylor. Braden Taylor hits a home run. So we're out in uh, right field. He hits a home run. It's coming straight towards us. I jump over the seats. The ball knocks a uh, a cup holder off. Of, will, like will just you go find Exhibit A for us. Yeah, or? just knocks it clean off. And, you know, of course I grabbed the ball and, you know, I'm first order of business. I'm flocked by children. And, you know, what am I supposed to do? I have to give the ball to a kid. You know, I look like a a weirdo if I don't give it to a kid. But also it's in the unwritten rules of baseball. But also if you're if you're a parent and you're raising your children to go hound people for a foul ball, get the foul ball yourself, kid. I mean, I don't know if they're raising their children to do that. The I'm just kids saying, are just excited. like, I'm just, no, I get it, but also it's like, why is there always a kid ruining? Like, maybe I want the ball, you know? Maybe I would like to have the ball. I would like to say that this is cooler, though. Show the people on YouTube. This is an official broken off cup holder from Globe Life Field. I did not. Now, technically, I stole it. I mean, like, it broke off. What were they going to do with it? Trash it? Exactly. Yeah, so, I mean, like, this is. This is it's better like, than any koozie you could ever get. I was about to say, it's a way cooler koozie. Yeah. So, I'm excited to drink some silver bullets out of this bad boy. There you go. Um, yeah, that was one of the highlights of my weekend. There's a video of it on my Twitter. Just, uh, I mean, pure athleticism. The the vibes on Friday were just immaculate. Yeah. So, we had a great weekend. We're looking forward to uh, getting back to Balm Walker, though, get some pulled pork fries. The food at... I will say one thing about Globe Life Field: the food stinks out loud. It was it was not great. So, if you're coming to Globe Life, probably go to eat before you get to the ballpark. Texas Live was cool though. Texas Live was cool. Anything else? I enjoyed it. Tuesday, 3 p.m. Grambling. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, Show I'm so up. excited to be back at Ball Marker. I know. Long trip back, but you know what? Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna make the most of it and. Uh, we're, we're going to be at home on, on Tuesday. All right. Sounds great. We'll talk to everybody on Tuesday. Thank you to Matt Moore State Farm. Thank you to Robert Stewart. Thank you to everybody for listening. Reporting live from Globe Life Field, I'm Mason Cho. You've been listening to the Diamond Hogs Podcast. Follow the guys on Twitter at Chote Mason and at DRStew32.